Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, February 14, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First of all, happy Valentine's Day to all those Valentine's Day people out there. I'm convinced it was a holiday made up by Hallmark, but nevertheless. The spiders had follow-through. Follow-through from where? From the most recent test of the most recent breakout area yesterday. That was the, I don't care what time it's there, I'm buying it. That's what I said in the live room yesterday at exactly 491.40 to 491.50. There's yesterday's low, the most recent breakout area represented by this spot here. We talked about it not once, but more than once. Today, you have follow through. So this becomes all they did was have a little shakeout operation, went back to pay a visit, run a test near home base, bounced away. The trend is your friend. There's technically speaking nothing wrong with the tape. Yesterday was a one-day wonder as it stands now. It wasn't a falling knife. They were running a test, working off some of the air quotes overbought condition, come back to retest a specific spot and bounce. Garden variety, markets go up and pull back. What happens here? Market goes up, pulls back a little bit. Goes up to here, pulls back a little bit. Goes up to here, whoops, goes up to here, Pulls back one day wonder. We talked about it at the time. Everybody thought the world was ending. Yesterday, the world was ending again. What happened? Nothing happened. Traders in the live room, inside the numbers, what happened? They went long at the lows. That's what happened. Did anybody make money today inside the numbers in the live room? Let me hear about it under the video in the comments section. We'll get to that in a few moments. What's up above current price or today's high? You have a gap. The gap left open from the other day, closing print, 598, that's your gap. It's a stone's throw away from the all-time high. Whether or not they come down again this week or go up more this week, we don't know. We take it one day at a time, but when we see something at an extreme because of the time it took to get there, it gives an opportunity. It's something we can take advantage of. That's what happened yesterday. That's why I said, quote unquote, I don't care if it's four o'clock, I'm buying it. We had the lottery ticket on the way down. We basically shorted right around the highs. And guess what? We bought right around the lows. This is what trading success is made of. Plenty of traders in the live room and inside the numbers made an absolute fortune over the last couple of days. Fortune. Yeah, that's the word. Fortune. We're not messing around here. Can we gain any information from the weekly chart? The answer is no. They're near the all-time highs. They're extended from home base or the 20-period moving average on the weekly chart. So is a correction still in order? Yeah. For now, we had a one-day wonder. We played it down. We played it back up. Whether or not they correct again or more, We'll take it one day at a time. So far, we got what we were looking for. What about inside the numbers? Did we have a beat on the numbers today? You betcha. 
What was our pivot today? About 495.90. That's our pivot. It's the early pivot. You know the routine. Pivot, 495.90. Opening bell, open above it. Drop to run a test. We were buyers in the live room inside the numbers of the pivot. Nice trade. That didn't take long. What if they go down? What if they get below the pivot? What's down there? 494.50 down to 494.15, a very small zone. 494.50. Got it? Where's low a day? How about a few pennies below that? 494.50. You see what's going on here? Pause the video. Do the thing where you read the notes and go back and double check the work. Back below 495.90, the door opens for 494.50. We already saw that on the chart. About 9.15, what's the setup for the day? Where's the morning trade? That's what you're here for. We're going with, they're going to try and bounce up higher this morning. Very cut and dry. 495.90, a spike of it, and down to 494.50 is a buy zone for a bounce back in the other direction. It's wrong if they get below and stay below 494.14. They never even visited it today. Markets open, 937, 495.90 is a bounce back in the other direction place. That was the top end of the zone. 940, there's your pivot and the top end of the showtime zone. What does that mean? It's showtime for the Bulls to play defense and bounce the tape and give us the morning trade. They gave us the morning trade. They gave us the lower trade. And by the way, just in case you were wondering, yes, sir, Bob, they gave us the short. Where, you might ask? Funny you should ask. Let's scroll up and see if we could find overhead resistance. Those holding a long trailer, that was from the buy earlier. Remember, 497.95 is still on the board as a target. It's also overhead resistance. It was on the board first thing in the morning, right down here. And if you scroll up just a little bit more, and here comes the next target at 1024 of 497.95. Another exit for the long trade, likely overhead resistance. How you doing? Sometimes it's in the redonkulous camp. What did they do? Spike it by a penny or two? What's the high over here? 497.99. There are no accidents nor coincidences around the markets. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. I gave you the highlighted version. Take a look at stocks on the move. We had three register as hitting their entry objectives. MGM, Akamai, and Upstart. Generac and QDEL did not. They're off the board. There are no trades. MGM, you can see here the first number bounced a little bit, but they ended up right away coming down to the second, bounced right back up, hovered around the second number, above it, below it, a lot of the day, and then finally back to the first number. Technically speaking, it's a base hit, but this isn't a wonder trade. It's a base hit in your pocket. We had some traders in the live room take it only at the second number, made a nice profit really quick when they did bounce. So there's MGM. Numbers worked. Akamai was technically a no trade. Let me explain why. They bounced it in the first candle in front of the number, even over here by about 9.50 a.m. 
in front of the number. They bounced it. We were looking at it in the live room in real time. And I said, this one's no good. They came too close. They gave you the trade. First time, best time. We went over this in detail like we do every day in the room. Doesn't mean there's not another trade from a spike the low, that kind of thing. We like that trade. But in terms of these stocks on the move, first time, best time, we don't have to have it in the manner in which. They leaked into the second number, short of the third, back to the second. This one was just a dud. It was dead money for the majority of the day. Upstart, the number was 25.50. They came up short. They creeped into it. They still bounced away from it. The number worked. The manner in which was suspect. Upstart 25.50, the number worked. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Above all the moving averages, trend is your friend. Nice big healthy update, relative strength against the S&P, 2.3%, my favorite market leading indicator. Got smoked yesterday and took the latecomer shorts out behind the woodshed with a series of pies in the face on the upside today. We'll just go with, in an uptrend, she's your friend. You look at the weekly chart and you say, all right, well, what's going on here? Above all these moving averages, since early December, second week in December, all they've been doing is eating time off the clock above these moving averages, building energy for what? Another move higher. You heard it here. What takes that off the table? How about below this breakup candle low, this weekly chart low, 185.34, we'll call it 185. We can even label 185 Irene. What about the folks down at the transportation department? My second favorite market leading indicator. However, favorite canary in the coal mine, relative weakness today. So we have a divergence. We have a divergence where the transports are relatively weak against the S&P and the IWM is strong against the S&P. Does it cancel out? We don't know. We're watching it. Relative weakness, canary in the coal mine. They were up today 38 points, a quarter of 1%, but it's not much to sneeze at. Not above all the moving averages. We're watching. What about the Q people? Anything going on here? They ran a test at a 20-period moving average, home base, bounced off of it, follow through today, headed to fill the gap. Maybe tomorrow, maybe there's a fake out, maybe there's an early shakeout, we don't know. But that's basically what's happening. There's nothing technically wrong with this chart. It's in a firm uptrend. Pullbacks happen. We had what I like to call the one-day wonder so far. Beware of the one-day wonder. And here's the reason, one of the main reasons why there are one-day wonders. Because traders hopping on the short late in the game, after the market was already down yesterday, they got severely blustered. Sell a break of the low, sell the market short, not knowing they're about to get a pie in the face. They're walking into the refrigerator. Financials, anything wrong with the financials? Above the 20-period moving average, including all moving averages? Absolutely not. It's in an uptrend. They had a one-day down, tested the 20, and bounced off of it. That's all we need to know. We don't need to read into it any more than that. If the financials are fine, the overall market is likely okay in the big picture. If the financials are unraveling, look out below. 
about Smash Mouth. Pretty good proxy for the tech space. Up 2% today. Near, not at near the all-time highs. They're just a couple of points away from the all-time high. It's in an uptrend. They came back to run a test at least in the vicinity or in the direction of home base. Worked a little bit of short-term overbought condition off the clock. A bounce, that's nothing more, nothing less. We're not going to read into all the Fed stuff, the geopolitics, the inflation nation, the PPI, CPI, inflator, deflator, esterflator. We're not going to read into all that garbage. We're just going to look at the charts and say, here's what we've got in front of us. If they get above this, here's what it is. If they get below this, here's what it is. All the other stuff, you can have it. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos would not be possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. It's a little early. It's a short video, but I got everything I needed to discuss in here. I am David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.